Welcome back to Master Your Ash. I'm your host, Michael Prisdale, and today I will be smoking the Padrone, 50-year family reserve in Robusto and Maduro. And this was graciously sent over by Matt, aka Cigar Hound Dog. Thank you so much, Matt, for sending this over to the channel. I noticed that really haven't smoked any Padrones on this channel before, which is really, really interesting. <laughs> I believe that um, I was just waiting for the right opportunity always. It's pretty crazy when you think that uh, we've done over 100 videos now and not one of them has a Padron. As it's one of the most well-known luxury cigar lines and just basic Nicaraguan royalty in cigar making at this particular point in time. A very, very underserved by me. So I apologize for all the Padron fans out there. Know that I do love Padron. I just, uh, you know, there's a lot of cigars to get to, even in the first 100, so. Razor sharp ash. Great kind of texture and notes on this cigar. I'm gonna remove the secondary band as we get through the second third. The amount of pepper has maintained. It's still offensive to the nostrils, slightly stinging. This is a great example of what happens to Padron cigars, right? So you have the 1964 in the natural and the Maduro. You have the 1926 in the natural and the Maduro. The naturals are very, very woody, um, especially in the 1964. With the Maduro wrapper on it, you get a little bit more of this leather kind of cocoa note to it. But with this one in particular, we get almost like a walnut kind of nuttiness. And it's not as walnut forward as the Davidoff that I reviewed this year for the Winston Churchill line. But there is a significant amount of walnut on the finish of this cigar. The strength, the body, the smoke output, everything has now gone from what started off to be medium plus to definitely a full. It is a full bodied smoke. There's this wonderful kind of chocolate that remains and lingers on the palate for a nice long finish. And with chocolate and rich cream that this cigar provides, it's very, very easy, I feel like, for a lot of people to grab a bottle of wine pair that with their stick. And this is a great wine cigar. For that, I've got the Justin Cabernet. So the Justin Cabernet, this is Paso Robles. This is a 2018 cab. So right around that four year mark. Very um, symbolic of the 1964 line, which receives four year aged tobacco typically, right? The beauty of the red wine with the cigar. So I haven't done a red, I don't think on the channel besides with the Illusion Garagiste. Um, we did a little topping of red wine float on that, uh, that Nevada sour kind of variation to the New York sour cocktail. I'll post that up above for anybody that wants to check that out. That was the interview that I did with Sharp from Infuego. But one of the beauties of red wine is the tannins. One of the bad things about pairing red wine with cigars is that tannins. <laughs> You have a very alkaline product that is already kind of drying out your palate. So it's usually very difficult to pair red wines with cigars, as many people often do without thinking twice about it. So for me, I like to save the red wines for when I actually feel as though a cigar can not just stand up to the alcohol by volume that typically red wines carry, but also when a cigar has enough rich sweetness to it that it can 
provide less of a mouth drying kind of cloying effect on my palate. The Justin Cabernet, and even better if I had it, would be like the Justin Isosceles and a red blend. I honestly think that as far as reds go, the red blends that have a little bit of Grenache, have a little bit of Zinfandel, have a little bit of that extra kind of sweetness to mellow them out, as opposed to a cab, typically work better with cigars. But with all the richness getting that I'm getting off of this Padron, we can go cab. So for all you wine fans in the room, this is the cigar for you. And although it does have a ton of spice to it and it is very, very woody, I would say that so far, moving through this second, third, the cigar is performing rather blue, rather well. With this particular cigar, I think that whiskey can do very, very well, obviously with it being full body. And with whiskey having a certain amount of tannins, the barrel notes and stuff like that, I would probably err more on the honey sweetness that you get off of scotches, some of the Irish whiskeys that are out there, especially the Sherry Cask uh, Stow Finished Red Breast. I think that whiskey's delicious. That would probably work with this great. Also, Japanese whiskeys, they have a ton of great barrel notes to them, but they also don't emphasize the uh, baking spices as much as some of the American bourbons. But you can make the argument that the corn weeded whiskeys out there are going to work well with this. Um, as far as other spirits, I think that with tequila, you could kind of do the, you could do kind of some of the bright citrus of a tequila. I do think though that um, if I had to pick a spirit overall past all the other spirits, I would probably go cognac on this. I want a little bit of residual sugar. I want a little bit of extra sweetness in the, um, the actual spirit product itself. So cognac, grape varietals, wines, I think that that's where this cigar lives. And I think that, that would probably make the best pairing for this Padron Family Reserve 50. The woody notes really, really picked up and were domineering in the final third. It lost a lot of the chocolate syrup, vanilla note that was there, almost like a, a really nice vanilla creme brulee. That is nowhere around, nowhere to be found. And we're left with kind of a very disappointing finish to overall a good cigar. I wouldn't say that it's a $25 worthy cigar, I do think that it pairs deliciously well with this Cabernet and probably some of the red blends that are out there, especially ones with a little bit more chocolate to them, a little bit more Grenache, maybe even Zin. Overall, I don't feel as though it's $25 cigar worthy. I think that, you know, the 1926 number 35 and the 1964 Diplomaticos that I referenced earlier are just as good at half of the price. And this is probably at best maybe five pack worthy just to, I mean, I know that they come in a box of 10, so maybe that's a, <laughs> maybe that's not worth it. I don't know. Um, I think that this is good to try, but this is what, this is what most of our cigar buying uh, community would view as like one of those rare occasion kind of smokes. And although it serves its purpose in that, I think that it's only a rare occasion smoke because it's viewed as a limited release, it's viewed as a premium or a luxury 
in the cigar world because of its price and because of the name and reputation. And I don't believe that that's necessarily the case. I think that there are a lot of really good cigars that you can find in this price point that will give you such a, uh, a much more fulfilling kind of journey. So overall, I would just like to say that although the cigar is good, I don't believe that it's great. I'd like to thank Matt and Cigar Hound Dog for sending this over for me to review. And thank you all so much for liking, commenting, subscribing, following all the different platforms that Master Your Ash and I am available on. Please feel free to reach out. Let me know what you thought of the Padron 50th Family Reserve. I think that um, it's a little maybe overvalued. You guys let me know in the comments below and I will catch you again for another cigar and maybe wine review.